This is a West Wimmera Health Service podcast. Presented by me, Brigitte Muir. Farmer wants a healthy life. This series focuses around stories and issues related to health and well-being. Some of the people we hear from are sharing their stories, hoping that their experiences will help us with our own health and well-being. Please be aware that some of their life experiences may touch on issues that are sensitive to some. Please listen with care. You will find information on seeking help if you need it in the notes attached to each episode. What do a former bodybuilding champion and a small town which lost its hotel, mill bar and post office have in common? Undefeated community spirit. I met Manu's Tanya Walter at the Burum Biodynamic Farm, which she runs with her husband, Steve. Uh, I live on a farm at Manu. I was born in Stall, but I had grandparents that lived on a farm at Manabadar, down in the Western District, and we would be there for probably 10 weeks of the year holidaying. So I knew how the community rolled and what to do when it was shearing time and and how to work with sheep. So it's a dream for me to be here on a farm. I got into fitness in about 2000, and from that I've involved into bodybuilding competition, and my most favourite thing to do is to run classes for local farmers. And what do you teach your farmers? Okay, well, we run classes every Wednesday. The class has evolved in three different locations over the last 12 years. But the basic structure is that we warm up and then we do a gym circuit. So that's really weight-bearing. Then we do some Pilates core exercises and stretch. Who are the farmers who come to your classes? People that really are looking for some stress relief They're looking to farm longer and live in in a rural setting for longer. So they know that their backs have to be strong. You know, no one's perfect. So they bring their injuries with them and they know that at our class that it's a safe place that they can actually work to their own level. We've done a lot of work with people who thought that they couldn't ever work out and have actually found improvements and now they don't want to stop. A lot of our participants have been there for five, eight years, and then they've brought their families. We can have a a mum and a daughter or a husband and wife team. It's been a real family affair. And it's in Manu that it's all happening? We started in Manu. We started a, a private home with a lot of secondhand equipment. It was based at the old general store. Then, of course, we went to Zoom for a couple of years and that worked fantastic because the participants who knew each other very well got to catch up and move and talk, catch up with how much rainfall they had because I've always encouraged a lot of talking at the class. And I think the first third of the class is just chatting. So if there's people that aren't doing the exercises... That doesn't matter. I structure that first third of the class just so someone can interact with a person next to them and that's absolutely fine. I encourage that. I'd say that it's very important when you live your life as a farmer, which is quite isolating really, being alone or not with many people most of the time, to have that opportunity 
Is that, you think, why some of the people are coming to the classes? Oh, absolutely. In fact, when we were going to close the class last year, the participants got together and reorganised the class to be located at a woolshed. So we didn't even have a week off. We were going to have a going away party and then suddenly we found that we were all working out at a different location and the woolshed workout, which we call Rob's woolshed workout, and thanks Rob and Cam, they set up what was a stable that had been altered to a woolshed. We warm up in a barn and chat then we walk across to the woolshed uh, where the gym circuit is and then we cool down and do some core and ab exercises back in the barn. They didn't want to stop, so these guys are willing to work out anywhere and with really simple second-hand equipment. And look, Bridget, you don't need much, honestly. We put a notice in the Manu newsletter and people were ringing us up saying, look, we've got an old exercise bike. We've got a few weights here, some dumbbells. We'd love to help you out. And we made use of equipment that was probably not going to be used. And then let's face it, everyone's got a bit of equipment in their cupboard. We utilised that, kept it going. So it's still going strong. So why were you going to close? Is it because you were losing your venue? Yeah, it had, it had run its course, so we needed somewhere else to go. It was just timing, I think, with the COVID. So we came out of the Zoom era, thankfully, and then got back to face-to-face and they just didn't want it to stop and we don't want it to stop and we certainly don't want it to stop now because... Um, Who's we? We is the class. They they run the class as well as, as I do. But they, you're the one who started it, yes? Yeah, yeah, I started it. But it's a family affair. You know, we've been through droughts together. We've been through floods together. And now we're going through the transmission line saga, which is really stressful for our family farming communities at the moment. Droughts and floods are one thing, but being forced to have 100 metre wide easements on your property with a lot of rules and regulations and not many meaningful questions answered is highly stressful for the community. So we together will combat our stress as well as we can by moving, by breathing and by supporting each other going forward. A real sense of community. Yeah, absolutely. What's the age range of the participants in your farm fit classes? We've had as young as 12 and we've had as old as 70. Basically, I don't prepare the class beforehand. I just see who walks in that door and I'll have a talk about what injuries they have. I really like somebody to let me know uh, what's going on or someone could have actually had an injury through the week, like someone's pulled a, a tarp back on the truck and the wind's blown. So I now know that I'm going to adjust the exercises to this person and I'll subtly make sure that they're not going to do anything that's going to um, to increase that injury at all. I like the diversity of the ages. I like that they get to pick their own music because that's important. Uh, so they control the class, really. Any discussions about what kind of music we're going to be listening to? Oh, there's lots of discussions. Oh, dear. And look, there'll be a lot of protesting if the music's not right. Who wins? <laughs> 
Well, there's, you know, different people come every week. So someone who's 70 might not like ACDC. Often the 80s music wins out. So it could be a bit of an in excess combination. Once we actually didn't have music and we sang Amazing Grace while we did our play. It was beautiful. You're not just an innovator as far as that goes, because without your energy, I'm sure that group wouldn't have started and you've got the most beautiful energy and enthusiasm. You're also treating your farm as a place to learn and to have adventures. We do things a little differently around here. So we've got a national organic certification and it's an Australian Demeter Biodynamics certification. So I have the pleasure of showing a lot of people around because I've got customers that love what we produce for them. Yeah, I like to show people that things can be done differently and um, you can still have a happy, healthy life in a rural setting. Tell me more about that because it's not just producing food, you're also doing something with it. We can clean our seed so we have the ability to feed a local community and other Victorians, particularly in the baking industry. And uh, I have my own little mill here that I mill flour for our local community. And that's a lot of fun. It seems to me like it's going back to the past and recreating those extraordinary community links that were the norm with our grandparents. Yeah, everyone remembers that and everyone yearns for that connection. And yeah, to be working with the community and helping nourish them too is is a great honour. There's so much to offer through these areas. The vegetation is superb. And yeah, going forward, I look forward to working with First Nations and other people that are interested in their food bowl and food sovereignty. So it's all about looking after the land yeah, and why it's for you. Absolutely. And our focus here is the soil. And we're in a position that we can feed the soil with multi-species, cover crops and rest it. And that gives us a lot of flexibility. And the water infiltration rates here are very good. We run a system that's more closed than usual. What what started that? Well, my husband was always interested in organics and I'm interested in the environment. So it's a great combination. We've planted stacks of trees and so has our community. Health-wise, have you noticed a difference since you left behind the conventional way of farming? Yeah, Steve has a sensitivity to chemicals, so he certainly feels a lot better. And leaving that conventional farming behind made us realise that what we were growing was food. So we eat more fresh whole grains. Our energy levels are good and I can only put that down to, you know, moving, breathing, good diet, all of those things that just make you more resilient. And I can only promote movement throughout all of our rural areas because um, it's, it's there's lots of changes and there's lots of Stressful times coming up as as my community are finding at the moment. Um, we've got a yoga teacher here who's absolutely fantastic and she's being underutilised. So I think a combination of moving and yoga will be a great way to reduce your stress levels, particularly if there's a little bit of anger around. You can just come to the gym and uh, work off any of that excess anger because look you don't want to take your frustrations out on your neighbours this is a very beautiful community so come to class 
and work it out in the gym. And I reckon together we can find fabulous solutions and we'll promote better outcomes. The mental health side of things. Yes, so important. And farming, it's been quite stressful. Are there any other outlets in your community for dealing with mental health, like having fun? Yes, having fun is a great way to reduce and meeting up with each other too. We've been meeting up as much as we can with local farmers because we're pretty isolated. And I always say, look, you don't need gym equipment. You just need to set aside some time. And if you can do that with a friend, because let's face it, you can find a million excuses not to exercise. So often you need someone else just to just to give you a nudge and off you go. Because, you know, often you don't want to, you don't want to start, but then two minutes in, you're like, oh, I don't want to finish. And then at the end of it, you're like, oh, gee, I feel so much more energetic. Classes. Yeah. Some people would say that the cost of going to a class would put them off. But it's a bit different here, isn't it? It is, yeah. We run classes for free. It's such a community service. And it's priceless to me because I get to catch up with people and I get to take my husband. Steve, who just walked into the room. Yeah. Steve, <laughs> do you enjoy going to the gym? Yes, I do enjoy going to the gym. I probably don't get there as often as I'd like. bit hard to get off the farm some days, some evenings. So planting crops and stuff, it uh, doesn't matter about the bark. So, yeah. What do you like about going to the classes? Oh, look, it's, it's always a good social to catch up with. A few other friends and, um, yeah, there's something about working out that just gets you recentered and grounded again and forget about what's going on on the farm. So it's just a bit of a reset. Tanya, what would you advise people who may be in the community who don't have that person who may be able to trigger classes like you are the trigger here of classes? If you are isolated, just moving is fantastic. So make the time if it's just 10 minutes. And I like to use simple equipment. So just, you know, just hold a couple of bottles of water because that's even going to to help increase your bone density. Walk down the, the back paddock and back 10 minutes, that's all it will take. And you can um, sort a lot of worries out by moving. You'd be surprised. Yes, indeed. Yes, uh, walking is what does it for me. Mm-hmm. And I like to do it with someone else. And, and I'd say it's reasonably easy to find someone else to do that with, even if you happen to be a middle-aged male who spends a lot of time isolated on a farm. You've got to be willing, though, don't you? You do. And look, the dog's going to love it anyway, so... Ha, the dog. The dog. Go walk the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Steve, and thank you, Tanya, for having me here today and for sharing your experiences and your joy of life with me. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Bridget. That was Tanya Walter, biodynamic farmer in Manu and farm fit instructor. You will find, as always, contact numbers and details in the notes attached to this episode. And while you're at it, please give us a star rating. We'd also love to hear your comments and suggestions. Our Facebook and Twitter details are in the notes. Until next, have a healthy life, won't you? Farmer wants a healthy life.